okay, you guys, I need to tell you about our good friends over at Hulu Plus. It's time to start your free trial of exclusive content in your living room and on your mobile device with Hulu Plus. You can watch thousands of shows wherever you want, whenever you want. Perhaps you're like me. Perhaps you wake up and you think, I don't want to get out of bed. I just want to watch something. And maybe you have a life that allows you to do that, in which case, kudos to you. Uh, With Hulu Plus, you can watch on connected TVs, game consoles, Blu-ray players, Roku, Apple TV, PC, or you can watch from anywhere on your smartphone or tablet. All these shows on demand at all times. And you can watch my favorite way to watch, which is to binge watch. I do not like to have to wait another week to see the next episode. I like to be able to just get into a show and watch all of it at once. And you can do that with Hulu Plus. You can watch your favorite current shows in full series runs of classic TV shows. There's all sorts of stuff. There's Community, Modern Family, South Park, SNL, Monday Night Raw, The Man Show. I've actually been going back and watching old episodes of The Man Show. Um, It's only $7.99 a month, but right now they are offering an extended free trial of Hulu Plus that is only available to you guys. Take control of your TV watching experience. Go to allisonrosen.com and click on the Hulu Plus banner for your extended free trial. Or you can go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison. Again, click the Hulu Plus banner at AllisonRosen.com. And you can't miss it. It is right there on the right side. Um, Or go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison. This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys. It's me, Allison. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show. And if you like what you're hearing, which... Come on, let's face it, you do. Make sure to tell a friend. You can find us on iTunes, the app, or my site, AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, do the dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little go-gurts. It's me, Allison Rosen, your new best friend. I'm pausing because, as you know, I usually address you as some kind of carbohydrate, and I refer to you as go-gurt today, that individual yogurty thing that is like – I don't think it's energy yogurt, but it's yogurt for people on the go. Yogurt in a tube. Yes, yogurt in a tube, exactly. You don't need to tell us what go-gurt is. Oh, really? Oh, I used to have go-gurt every day. Okay, for people who don't know, I'm here once again with Matt Fondelier, Chris Loxamana, and Gary Smith. Nice. Hey. <laughs> it's, hello. It's and even turn. What? Gary Smith. Uh, I'm not used to hearing your full name. I'm not used to saying his full name, hence the, like, Gary Smith. It was weird. For a second, I was like, oh, shit, am I going to not – am I reaching too far? Because I am having trouble remembering it. He's just scary to me. Hmm. Um, anyway, though, people love the episodes of my show that you guys are on, and I love the episodes of my show that you guys are on. Hence, we're doing another one. Here we are. Now tell me about Gogurt. Uh, it comes in many flavors. I think Chris already explained it came in a tube. I feel like it was a necessary part of the lunch, the lunch box, right. at least for me in elementary school and middle school. Um, not so much. I don't want to peel the foil off and then take a spoon and do the scooping. This is no, – I don't have, have time, time for that. that. Exactly. <laughs> I want a simple tube I can tear open. I want the ability to aggressively throw it or squeeze it into someone else's face in case that comes up. But it like was the consistency thicker than regular yogurt or thinner? Chris, feel free to jump in on here. 
I have no opinions on yogurt. <laughs> All right. I think it was just it, there wasn't any fruit in it. It was just like the like you know it was just like yogurt. It's like okay. YoPlay. It's YoPlay. It's still the same company. Oh, I don't think they I made, didn't know. Oh yeah, I think it was YoPlay. I think it was yeah. It was, it was yogurt made for people on the go or for the multitasker. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Gogurt memories. I uh, know. Wow. No experience. I know. I mean, I just see it and and I laugh it at the name. Gogurt in one it. hand. Uh, squeeze it in the other, and you're just you're just squeezing all your food when you're a kid, you're squeezing <laughs> it all in your mouth. <laughs> all right, I think we have an iTunes comment of the week, right? You guys note what I didn't say. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them, yes she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments, and don't forget to click five stars. I just I have to head this off by saying there's a moment in this comment where it takes a turn for me. Okay. See if you have feel the same way about it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, okay. This week's iTunes comment of the week is titled Allison and Gary, My New Best Friends by Donnie Baseball. Uh, it reads, been a fan of her on the Corolla show and finally took the ARIYNBF plunge. She exudes good vibes, wit, and a knack for interviewing, but does so with a modesty about herself. It's refreshing. I also enjoy Gary's POV and insights. When Adam bullies Gary on the Adam Corolla show, I can now hear the timber of Allison's voice change, like she is twisting in the wind. It adds another level of enjoyment to both shows. You guys make a great duo, and I thank you for all the laughs. P.S. I love Allison's laugh when she is really tickled about something. It's infectious. Thank you so much. I enjoy your comment. But for me, did, did you have the same reaction I did, which is listening to Adam bully Gary and listening to how it affects me and I twist in the wind adds to his enjoyment of both shows. <laughs> he does like to see you twist in the wind. That, I that guess was a so. Strange. Yeah. Although I appreciate the comment. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'd appreciate it too. Thank you. Yeah. It's very nice of you. I do. I do twist a little bit. I think, I mean, as I think a, we probably all do. Yeah, as, as a, a fan, human. as a fan before I worked here, I always enjoyed the kind of like bickering and kind of uncomfortable because you don't, you don't have to be in the room to hear that it's uncomfortable. And just like people like watching The Office that has these awkward silences and exchanges, if there's like kind of a weird, Twisting yes. in the wind situation. I I can see how that adds to your enjoyment. Yeah, that's actually to- you're totally right because I was listening to Adam and Drew recently, the Adam and Drew podcast, and I had this moment that I that I haven't had in a while. I think where I was able to listen as not as not someone involved in in any of the shows, but just as a listener, I was like, oh, it does. There's sort of a, an excitement when Adam begins freaking out. You just you know you don't know where it's gonna go. Yeah. It's not like Adam's like physically going to abuse anybody, so you kind of want to just see like, wow, how how screamy is this going to get? Right. Which is fun, unless you're on the other side of it, then it's yeah. not fun. But I mean, it's fun to listen to. This is true. Yeah. All right, and if you would like your comment to be an iTunes comment of the week, just leave us a good iTunes comment and click five stars, please. Okay, so we have a lot of stuff to do. First of all, how's everyone's week going? How's it been? Uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I went to a. Uh, a Gatsby's American Dream Party. What? That's neat. Yeah. Or was it not? Oh, it was pretty neat. It was you just had dressed up like you were in the 1920s and What'd you wear? I didn't have anything cuz they told me about it like the day before. I was I was invited the day before. Mm-hmm. Uh last second, so I mean not uh not a lot of time, so I just I whipped up the uh, white shirt with uh braces, which is suspenders. I guess, so, uh, yeah, um overalls. I think suspenders are different than braces. Oh, really? Braces have like the buttons, and suspenders have clips. Like in the oh, skinnier. oh, and I can imagine are, like, how the thick, right. Like what Larry King wears. Are, okay. Are braces, and so I, uh, 
was like, oh, great. I don't have buttons in my – I got these braces from my friend's warehouse a long time ago. I got all these weird clothes from them, and then uh, – and I didn't have any buttons in my pants because I don't have any pants. I have braces, buttons in them. So I had to learn how to sew a button, and I sewed buttons in my pants that day and uh, during the uh, the heat game. So, yeah, that's that was my weekend. So Congratulations. I how to sew buttons. Now do you think you'll carry this button sewing talent forward? Yeah, I'm a pro. Okay. I think I'm. I think I'm pretty good. I'm gonna keep that in mind because I hate sewing buttons. I think it's safe to say you might have been the only person who, while watching the Heat game, was sewing <laughs> buttons. <laughs> yeah. Balance, yeah. I'm not sure if there's too many people out there like that. Right. No. And now was this this party was not affiliated with the movie at all though. This is just no. Like it's a just, theme it was like a nineteen yeah nineteen twenties theme party. But what's funny is the um I got those braces with a bunch of like weird vests and weird coats and like. Um, from this like Broadway play that was in my and they kept all the stuff in my friend's warehouse. So I just grabbed a bunch of clothes just because you know it's free clothes and I'll, I'll take them. And I kept them all in the back of my car. And Lynch, one time I was driving him to Malfi and he gets in my car and just sees all these weird clothes in the back. He's like, I can explain. He's like, I don't want to know. Just just drive. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so he probably thinks some weird stuff about me. It's probably, it's probably true. true. Yeah. Now, did it bother you at all? Okay, so last night we did a live Adam Carolla show at the Ice House, and I mentioned you, Chris, on stage, and I t- we were talking about the incident with the Taco Bell photo that went viral where the guy was licking the taco shells, and I said that to me this is like nothing compared to what I've heard that that servers actually do with food based on what you've told me. And I, then I said that you worked at the Melting Pot, but I, I said that it, you know you never did anything, and then yeah. I worried that I had – uh, revealed too much, but then I was like, "Wait a minute! Everything I know came from what you said on, yeah. on this show." But I never said which, where it was, where the the stories that I right the horror stories, and I would I, refrain from doing yeah. that in front of a live audience with servers, just because I feel oh that you might uh, yeah that might have been a bad idea. Like I remember Adam like was complaining about tipping one time at a live show. <laughs> yes, and, like, that was in New and York all the thing. servers were just like standing there with their trays, like, "Oh my gosh, it was, that was awkward." Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that I guess that was stupid of me. What can I say? No, in the no, moment, was, I just yeah, I just went with it, you know. Something <laughs> comes over me. <laughs> Sometimes afterwards, I'm like, where was I for the last 90 minutes? But yeah, the taco stuff was baby, baby stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Does anyone have any stories of their week that can rival this story of Gatsby's American Dream or braces? Uh, I don't think I can rival that. Gary's making a face. Yeah, I don't think I can either. I, no, I don't – I've – Gary and I had dinner with Dr. Drew. That's you true. did? That's yeah. true. How was that? I guess that's true, yeah. That was fun. It was really fun. It was a weird group of people. It was uh, Drew and his son, a therapist, uh, Mike Catherwood and his wife, and Brad Williams and his girlfriend. Oh, that's neat. Wow. It was. That it was is a lot of weird. Fun. How did that crew come together? Um, I think Brad was recording his album and invited Drew and Mike to come see him record his album mm-hmm. in Pasadena because he was on Loveline last week after he was on your show. Yes, I remember. And... Uh, then I think the therapist and me and Chris all got invited because we were all on Drew's podcast that day. And he was just kind of like, I'm going to dinner. Come. So, Was it sh- – was it – was the – which doctor was it? Which therapist? Cheryl Orrett. Okay. So <laughs> I'm not talking way too openly, but that's okay. So Drew and I were talking on this aforementioned TV project thing that I'm working on um, and upshot of which was – uh, like I think I expected him to be like – I interviewed him on camera for it and I think I expected him to be like, you're totally fine. You're normal, Allison, and like be reassuring. But instead I walked away being like, Drew thinks I'm much more fucked up than I had any idea I was. And he recommended a therapist um, and it's her. Does she, she, does she seem good? Yeah. She's really good. This is so she inappropriate for this podcast. Listen to her on the Dr. Drew podcast. Yeah, okay. She, she kind of helps Lynette out. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. 
She also helped the waiter out with his problems, just on a side note. Just sat is that down. true? I don't know, but if he's a good therapist, maybe it is. <laughs> Lynette's, Lynette's claiming that she's sending Adam to her, but I don't know about that. Well, it's him or me because we can't <laughs> go to the same therapist. <laughs> that would be awful. Um, um, another interesting thing that happened after, though, was Gary and I were walking to a bar. Oh, my God. That's true. And, I forgot about this. And some guy comes up to me and Gary on the street. Hey, he didn't Chris, even really come up to us. He was like walking next to us. And we just hear Chris and Gary and we both turn our heads. Did you turn it in like a slow kind of yeah, what the fuck way? Yeah, who would know? Who right. Would know that? And it was a, it was a fan. He, he recognized us, and you know said thanks. That's for, cool. Thanks for helping us get through a job, things like that. You know, um, so really yeah. nice guy. Yeah. Well, how did he got, know what you guys look like? Um, I think he, he was at the Mangria event. I think he was at Cinco de Mangria. Or mm-hmm. I mean, they, we put a we put a picture of all of us fairly publicly on Facebook. So maybe you've seen it there. I don't know, but yeah. it was it was weird. He was really nice about it, and he just kind of said hi, and then we said hi, and then we walked. We yeah, went he on our way. friend, and then we left. And then <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, and then so, uh, uh, Matt, I know Matt's been recognized at a bar, right? Um, maybe. Didn't I'm like someone like see your, see your someone see your credit card, and they like they oh knew who you yeah, were? that was random. That was a long time ago. That was a couple months ago. I, I remember where it was, but you obviously were. Yeah, I remember you, you told me about it. Okay, yeah, which is at some random bar, and I gave the bartender my credit card to hold the tab, and he looked at it and he went, Fondelier, Porcelain Punisher, your drinks are on me. I was like, all right, <laughs> awesome. Well, that's nice. So I, I was wondering about you, Allison. Do do people ever recognize you? They or do. do you ever get, like, outside of, you know, a live, a live yes, show? Yes, yes, they do. Um, and oftentimes it's my voice that they recognize first. Hmm. And, well, I mean, it depends what they recognize me from. I'd say the vast majority is the Adam Carolla show, though. There is the occasional Red Eye or other stuff. but um, Yeah, some of my friends yeah. know you from Red Eye. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's – yeah, it's often my – actually, oftentimes what will happen is I will get a tweet from someone saying, hey, I saw you at blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, didn't want to interrupt you, but I was listening to you at the time or something. More often than not, it's the grocery store. One of my main hangouts. <laughs> uh, and then I always have to think, fuck, what was I talking about when they saw me or heard me? And then do you um, cover your cart? Like, I don't want you to see what I'm yeah, buying. Yeah, exactly. It's all tampons. <laughs> that's what I imagine. That's why, that's why I asked. Right. Um, all right. Let's do some, uh, some questions that people have sent in on Twitter. Have any of, oh, D- David Hart says, have any of you been assaulted or otherwise tortured by Ray? For those who don't know, Ray is Adam's psychotic friend. Who's a delight. That actually sounded really cunty. And I don't, yeah, I don't, that sounded so bad because, it's going to escalate this, because someone said that I should have Ray on my show. And I've been intending to have Ray on my show. And then Ray tweeted, she doesn't have the balls or something like that. And I was like, oh, really? Hmm. Well, now I can't decide what I want to do. (laughs) Um, But I I actually really like Ray. But but there's a lot of stories of Ray. like throwing poo at people, and uh, I think he sat on a jacuzzi. Speaking of which, happy 50th birthday to Ray. Oh, happy birthday, Ray. <laughs> He's still throwing shit at people. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've never had shit thrown at me by anybody, let alone Ray. Ray has tackled me before um, in the back before in the back uh, where the couches are. I don't even remember. Oh, I'll tell you what it was. He kind of gave me like too hard of a slap on the back. So I kind of like return the favor. Huge mistake. <laughs> right. It immediately turned into like – he basically was like tickle raping me. I think that's probably <laughs> the, the legal term for what happened. Um, I screamed like a girl. I eventually pushed him off. N- Gary's nodding his head. He heard the scream. 
Um, and I yeah. seem to remember that the wrath was then distributed to you, Gary. Yeah. Or maybe that was a different day. No, I think it was the same day. I don't really remember you pushing him off so much as him getting bored and stopping. But then he there was pushing. Well, that's you know, true. That's true. A lot of flailing. But then, <laughs> and then he like kind of looked over at me, and I was in no mood, and told him to fuck off, and that just of, of he course was my Superman for just one moment. Immediately, <laughs> leave like, the boy alone. Immediately reached over and like tried to put me in like an arm lock or whatever, and I was able to fight him off eventually. Much more successfully than me. But your face was red. There was a lot oh, of like, I was <laughs> I was out of breath and, and really tired at the end of yeah. it. But like, you know, he wasn't – he didn't walk away unscathed. In re- like, what was the takeaway from that that one should never say fuck off to Ray or – I didn't take anything away from that. Okay. Just so, so you stand by your actions. Yeah. Well, I mean I was assaulted and I fought back. What am I going to do? Yeah. It's, yeah. like, it's like a dog. You don't look in the eyes for too long, you know? Right. There's a big chain. You don't want to pet that dog. Yeah. For the record, it's not like he was sitting there and I just said, fuck off. Like, he looked at me like, oh, you want a piece of this? And mm-hmm. I was like, no, get fuck off. Get away from me. And then he went after me anyways. Yeah. And that's just, yeah. But that's yeah. Ray. Ray's awesome. Ray Chris? was fighting with fans at Cinco de Mangria. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, I... He's grabbed me from behind to do the breathing game. That's where, where he, he suffocates yeah, you? Yeah, and then he puts his, his hand over your mm-hmm. mouth. But I think it's cooled down because I didn't – he usually does it uh, till when you pass out. <laughs> um, but when I, when he did it to me, I think he, yeah, he's, he's, turned, he's toned it down a little bit because he said, um, see, and if I, get, if I go longer, you understand that you'll pass out, right? And I just had to like nod my head with like, <laughs> his mouth. He's like, okay, just want to make sure you understand that. And then he let me go like – so it's, an, it's implied that he could it It's like a happened. creepy rapist mind game or something. Yeah. Well, it still haunts me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel a little creeped out. Oh, I forgot. We have an email that is pertinent. Gary's going to read it. All right. This email is from Josh Chansky, and it reads, I just listened to the episode with Chris Maxipata, and I have to say that there was some ill-begotten butt-wiping advice given, and I just couldn't keep quiet. <laughs> According to the Porcelain Punisher, when wiping, one is supposed to be sitting down, and that is the best way to do it. Nay, yes. the only way. I'm sorry, Mr. PP, but you were wrong on this one. I'm with Allison. In order to properly... That's Mr. Mr. PP, by the way. Thank you very much. Let him finish. Sorry. In order to properly clean the brown, you gotta stand up. Sitting down limits one's ability for hand movement and cheek spreading. Sure, it's not pretty, but what's the goal here? To sit daintily on the toilet while you struggle to remove the brown from every crack and crevice while your hand brushes against the very porcelain you love so, you so love to punish? Or is it turd removal? <laughs> I, for one, want to take every advantage standing up gives one to make sure you have one pristine ass. And if someone sees me bent over with my double ply wrapped around my index finger mining for the brown, well, the joke's on them because they're going to ima- they're gonna have that image burned in for all eternity. Standing up is the only way to go, sir. But what else can one expect from someone who has a Punisher in their name? It's not only porcelain that you enjoy punishing, but it's the hands and holes of all the fans you listen to this amazing podcast <laughs> and took your ill-begotten advice. All that being said, I respect you, Sir Porcelain Punisher, and I would like to shake your hand, but I can't, for I took your advice, and I was punished. Well played. <laughs> wow. That was like poetry. Wow, that was great. It really was. I don't know how I feel about the use of the brown that many times. I feel like there's so many more felicitous yeah, words. Yeah, so many for... different colors. I mean, oh, <laughs> words. That's right. <laughs> but for some reason, the phrase turd removal really cracked me up. I, I take issue with this. I, okay. I love the letter. Don't get me wrong. Um, but... To me, here's here's where I find the fault in this. He said that when you stand, you actually 
like he said, you don't need to spread your cheeks. Like standing up actually makes it easier to clean. Mm-hmm. To me, I always feel like Chris, don't make that face. If, <laughs> no, if I know you where stand you're going. Up, if you stand up, yeah. then your legs are closer together. Your butt cheeks are closer together. So how right. does standing up? If it's you're like, sitting it's closing down, the door, so to speak. Yeah, sitting down, you got your legs are at what, like forty five degree angle or something. You actually got some room to work with. That's well, I've never understood. People who stand, I'm not trying to. to you know, shit on my tre- <laughs> to tread on your expertise in this one, but he did say that when he's standing up and wiping, he's bent over. Yeah. So basically, he is sitting down. He's standing up, but he's his back, to his, his own back, and his legs are still at the angle of which one would sit. He's just merely yeah. moved it right, forward. Right. He's and- move, he's removing the toilet because the toilet itself the is an impediment. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying, though? He's yeah. still His chest is still perpendicular to his thighs. Are you going to say that you're right on a technicality? I don't think it is a technicality. I'm just fucking right. Well, what he's saying is when, you, <laughs> when you're seated, the toilet gets in the way, I guess, of like the full arm movement. Whereas when you just move, take that seated position and move it forward, yeah. then you have more clearance. <laughs> then there's so many other things you got to factor in. Balance. Will somebody slide the door open while your head is closer to the door? Oh, that's true. What do you do with your other hand while you're bent over? I, I just don't get it. You know, you sit down, you can just kind of rest it on your on your thigh there. Yeah. My new thing that I find super, what what do I do in this situation, is when I'm using a public restroom and there's no hook to put my purse. Because you think that you could do everything you need to do with your purse in one hand or on your lap, but you really can't. And I don't want to put it on the floor because that's always gross. Mm-hmm. So I know that you guys have around your this neck problem. like a necklace, right? Or like your I, lap? Or I maybe? should. I should just hang it off my forehead. Yeah. Well, I mean, can't you just hang it off or just put it on your lap? You don't, you yeah, it's it's difficult too for some reason. I wouldn't. I don't feel. I don't, I don't feel free it. to pee with a purse in my lap. I've always used my purse hook. Yeah. Also, if it's in your a lap, good, and then you decide to sit forward like this guy it's does, it's gonna go rolling. Purse is on the floor. That's yeah. right. Oh, a good on, bathroom has a hook. That's what I'm saying, but not all do. Okay. Did you guys need, you need to comment on this debate? <laughs> Matt's going like, to use that letter to wipe his butt later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh, have you ever used anything aside, besides toilet paper to wipe your butt? Because I used notebook paper once because Ooh. I was totally Jeez. fucked and I really had to go. Yeah, it was at – I don't know if you – do you guys – do you know Koo's Coffee House? It was an all-ages music venue in Anaheim or Santa Ana and uh, their bathroom was understocked with toilet paper. And I was overstocked with notebook paper. It chafed. Shame. It was awful. Yeah, notebook paper. Wow. I know. Never would have thought of that. Yeah. Spiral notebook and everything. Okay. Um, Not with the spiral part of it. Oh, ew, no. Just make it clear. No. Jay White Your Face says, uh, life without a smartphone or life without cable television? Cable television. Uh, Yeah, cable television. Cable television. I, I have lived without cable television. Yeah, for I've, a long time. I've done that for a while too. Pretty yeah. Not that bad. If we, we had no cable television, could we then use the smartphone to access that's these the thing, cable shows? That's because you don't need cable anymore when you have something like Hulu Plus, which happens to be a sponsor of this very show and later and before. You've already heard me talk about it. That didn't make sense temp- t- time-wise. It was kind of like a library. Go to com slash Allison. Thank you. There you go. That's right. Um, What's your promo code? It's slash Allison. Allison. Yeah, Allison. All right. Just making sure. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gary, have you – oh, Alvaro Padilla, Padilla says, Gary, have you ever snapped at Adam for the half-tard nickname? No, I saved that for Matt and Chris. <laughs> I don't call you that. No, I know, but when Adam calls oh, me that, I just snap at one of you guys. 
it Through seems. Us. Okay. And another Adam question. Victor Velez says, does Adam stink? He has to, right? Now, this is a reference to Adam talking. He Adam does not feel that we need to use as much soap and shampoo and showers I can as we one. do. Yes. I've smelled Adam multiple times um, on his, by his request. And no, he doesn't stink. I know. Stink. And I sit really near, I close to him. He doesn't stink. He doesn't stink. Does like, not. I've seen him drenched in sweat after a race and he takes off his, his, his clothes are mm-hmm. soaked. He's taken off, I think, his shirt, and it was soaked, and he threw it at me, and it landed on my face. And you know what? smelled great. <laughs> smelled great. There was one time we were in the old studio, and he went to adjust something that was – was there a camera behind my head? Or he was just something behind me. So I got, like, a lot of shirt and armpit in my face, and he actually smelled good. So there's, he uses something that smells good. I hope I wasn't smelling his ball talc. <laughs> It was it was more refreshing than I imagined that would be. But yeah, uh, no, he doesn't. He doesn't smell. Yeah, talc's very refreshing. But I think that would have a baby powder scent, whereas this had yeah. more of a, a, um, like spring breeze or showered kind of Irish spring scent. Okay, let's see if there's another one. Um, Nick Brown asks, "Does it bother you that Goofy was a dog and could talk, but Pluto?" was just a dog. It honestly never bothered me till right now. It bothers <laughs> me uh, that Goofy owned a dog. Oh, wow. I That's didn't know that. That, that, always, that always bugged me, too. Wait, like, was Pluto Goofy's dog? Wasn't he? I don't know if Pluto no, was Pluto, Goofy's Pluto dog. was Mickey's dog. Oh, yeah. okay. Then never mind. Then no, it doesn't bother me one bit. No, there was a couple. I thought there no. was a cartoon where Goofy somebody, had a dog. Somebody owned Pluto. And if you, yeah, so it just, I don't know. Pluto should be able to talk and do whatever he wants. So yeah, I guess I am bothered. Yeah, but, <laughs> I don't know. I I wonder though, did Goofy always talk though? Because I seem to remember videos when I was much younger. Um, particularly, I remember like a weird instructional video, and it was just narrated by some disembodied voice, like teaching you how, how to, to drive ski or how to drive. Yeah, exactly. Because I and, think there was a how to drive one that I saw in driving school. Yeah, I definitely, definitely I yeah. definitely remember like a, a snowing skiing type one. It right. was like part of this Disney Christmas tape that I had. Um, and I don't, I don't think Goofy talked on that. Now I don't know if that was just like a rare exception. Um, I don't really think it ever bothered me that much. I think. It's because Pluto is like a pet, so yeah. the dynamic between Mickey and Pluto would be totally weird and bizarre if Pluto could talk. Goofy's just Mickey's friend. Right. I don't even think people if think Pluto of him could as talk, a dog. It'd be more like a slave. Yeah, exactly. They'd be uncomfortable. So no, I have no problems with it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something. Pony Loves Johnny says, and by the way, I think that's that your Twitter name is an outsider's reference. I'm wondering if it is, and I enjoy that if it is. If not, I still enjoy it. When driving past secluded wooded areas, I imagine Bigfoot suddenly barreling out of the trees. I don't. That is a terrifying image. Yeah. I'm more looking for ghosts than Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about aliens myself. Okay. I mean... Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the physical manifestation of Bigfoot running at the car—that's just scary. Like, I would—that'd be really frightening. If I always thought like about that, I would never drive near the forest or How any often wooded area. Do you do you find yourself driving near the forest and wooded areas often? At least twice a week. Come on, 
Gary? No, that doesn't bother me. I I so rarely am near wooded areas that I just enjoy nature. Yeah. <laughs> there isn't well there isn't any here. It's like drive past Griffith Park and you know, it's sort of naturey on one side of the street, but on the other side it's not. It's just I know. I and I love that. And actually when you turn if you're going north on Kawanga or the 101 and you turn on Barham and you pass that little Hollywood Flowers place, it's kind of wooded right over there. Yeah. I feel like I was – when I first moved – the first place I moved in L.A., the reason I ended up in kind of a, a shitty area where a lot of people thought, why would you want to live there, is because I was looking for that foresty thing and I thought that, oh, it's all pretty and foresty and it's not super sunny over here. And then it turned out it was kind of a, a um, awful place to live. <laughs> anyway. Um, Hack, Hax's teen eyed says, speed up or slow down my walk rate to make the decision to hold a door open for someone behind me easier. Uh, that's nice of you. Yeah, it sounds very polite. Yeah, no, I but I do the thing where if someone holds the door open, then I speed up to mm. get through it because I, I don't like that awkward thing yeah. where they're just waiting. I kind of stopped holding the door open for people because I felt like nobody ever says thank you. Not that I'm doing it for the thank you, but it's weird to me that – like, especially if you're a number of paces ahead of somebody and you're clearly standing there holding the door, you can at least acknowledge them, kind of nod your head right. or something. But people just blow through it. Jerks. Total jerks. Would you hold it for men and women? Yeah. Absolutely. But no more. Now I'm the opposite. Now I'm like, I'm in the elevator. I'm the one who who's tapping the door close button and it never works. Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand why it's even and there. <laughs> I know. That's the problem with that is that people see that you're tapping, but, it's, yeah. but you still end up on the elevator with them. And then they come in the elevator like, so what were you doing there? You're like... Just uh, pushing my floor. Really. I'm just not lighting up. I don't know. It's so awkward. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll hold the door open for someone. And um, I the thing I hate the most is when I go too early. And so I'll, I'll, I'll see someone a couple paces behind me and I'll go too early and I'll hold it open. And it's like, oh, man, they are way too far. <laughs> like I just – now this is weird for both of us. They're not even coming into that building. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm, I'm usually good at <laughs> figuring that one out. They're like across the street. Yeah, but um, yeah, they're they're way too far, and that that's the, that's the worst. But I always hold the door open for someone. Yeah, I always hold the door open for people. But like the one that's the one that's been bugging me lately is when you're holding the door open for the person that's a reasonable distance away from you. So you've got to wait three or four seconds for them to come, and then the person that's like way too far behind oh, them yeah. starts speeding up, and it's like, all right, well, obviously I see you, so. I'm a dick if I go inside, but now I do not enter into this like nine second contract where I'm standing here like an asshole in front of the Macy's or whatever the fuck I am. Like, like I don't know. I, I I wonder. Like that happens to me so frequently that like I just wonder if people are like, well, he's tall, he can handle it. Like I, I don't get it. It's so weird. Yeah, Maybe it, it is it's such a uh, weird concept. Or, or when they when you hold a, a double door open and you hold one of them and they'll they'll use the other one. It's like, come on. That's just rude. <laughs> that is funny. I've seen that. I waited for you. Or or they'll have like a guy, like a, it'll be a family and the dad will open the other one for the family. Like, oh, I feel like that's almost like you. that's a territorial thing. Yeah. No one holds well, the door gonna... open for my family yeah. but me, damn it. <laughs> Amy M. Love says, hate it when I'm all alone in a bathroom with many stalls and the person that walks in picks the stall next to me. No, yeah, everyone hates that. There's, a, there's an etiquette in the men's urinal section where if you start – if you're if you're the first one in there, you go to the farthest corner, and then the next guy will go to the farthest one from you, and then you go every other one, and then if you walk in and every it's every other one, that's when you start going next to. Uh, this is hundred percent true. One hundred percent. Is it discussed or no, everyone just no, knows? Understood. Now, why do you go for the farthest one from the door so that people won't see you when the door opens? 
I don't know. I, that's that's just what I do. I, no, that's that's what you do. I think it's instinct. I don't know. I, I go for the one farthest away because then there's only a chance that someone's going to be standing on the side of me on one side. Yeah, you want the corner. Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Matt, is this how you do it as well? Yeah, absolutely. Although I would say that there's a step in between. You said you go every other one and then when you come in and you realize every other one, you go in between. No, no. You go to the stalls. Then if the stalls oh, are filled, me. then you can go in between two guys. That's correct. Well, for women, I'll go in. And I'll try to get the one. Well, see, there's always that question of do you do I use the handicapped one or not? Always. Really? It's roomier. I know, but I feel, I feel like there's a person. I feel like you have to leave that one for someone, the handicapped person who might. I feel like you're a dick if you use that one. No, you know what? If you're the okay, if you walk in, there's no one else in there. Then it's okay. It might be okay to use that one because there's no one who's going to see you. But if you use that one when a lot of people can see you, I feel like you might be a dick. Maybe not. But if you go in, you don't take the one next to the, to the occupied one. However, this often happens. You poke your head and you're like, oh, that one's gross. Oh, that one's gross. Oh, that one's gross. Oh, that one's gross. This is the only one that's not gross. So then you end up next to the person. Or you end up using that right as they walk out. I feel like there's an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where this very issue is addressed, where Larry always uses the handicap restroom <laughs> and gets busted with a guy in a wheelchair who of course is like you know i needed to use that <laughs> i'm pretty sure that that's real yeah, yeah that that's a great episode. i'm gonna have to go watch it's that a great one, one. it's awesome yeah, just, like i just the odds of that happening are that's a gamble i'm willing to take sometimes. yeah i always go for the roomier one because then you also have like the added privacy because yeah. then people like they don't even know you're in the stall right and and you don't have to sit down as far yeah, exactly. The seat comes up to meet you. Mm-hmm. I'm specialed, or I'm special ed, says, I only eat Smarties three at a time. If I end up with only two, I throw them away, but I only eat hot tamales candies two at a time. I appreciate this kind of compulsion and organization, but no, I, that's not how I do it. With Smarties, though, and it's been a while since I've had Smarties, I would eat them more than one at a time, I think. But then I'd have a moment where I'm like, but I'm not appreciating the unique chalk flavor of each one. <laughs> That's right. Are they? Di- are each- is each one a different flavor? I think. I was never. I know they're different Smarties. colors, but yeah, I didn't know. I, I, I don't remember if they're a different flavor or not. Think they're different flavors? I think I they know. are, but it's real it's negligible. Time. And a hot tamales, I just don't like. I don't like yeah. cinnamon flavored candy. If I'm eating Smarties, I'm not enjoying my life right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Chalky, the candy bag. Right. Just all chalk flavor. Um, right. Related to this, by the way, I saw uh, my roommate loves Skittles, not Gary, our other roommate. And they now have I these. I love Skittles too. How oh, dare you? you? I'm right. sorry. Um, More than M&M's? Yes. I know they're totally different. Wow. But... Skittles are kind of my go-to right now. So really? they now they now have these Skittles like mix-em-ups where they'll they're put like. Skittles Riddles. Skittles <laughs> Riddles. Where they'll put the like red shell, but it's like orange on the inside. Oh, or what the a purple surprise. shell. Yeah, it's supposed <laughs> to surprise you with the flavor. But I argued to my roommate, if you're putting a handful of them in your mouth, you're just going to get a same explosion of flavor as you would yeah. if they were the right colors. I don't understand this campaign unless you eat Skittles one at a time, which nobody does that. And if you do eat Skittles one at a time, like do you look at the flavor and think about what it's going to taste like? Or are you watching TV and just tossing them in your mouth and you, you don't even care? Yeah, you never relate the color to the flavor. Gary? No, I agree. Skittles Riddles are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Skittles Riddles are fucking stupid, We've, we've talked about this at length in our house. It's a real crapshoot just... because for me, I wouldn't want that because I don't like the grape ones. And I wouldn't want to end up with a grape one we should that I, I think Skittles. I'm eating. You don't like grape either? Or no, you I love, love grape. it. We'll, we'll be oh. great to, to split a bag. Okay. No, you're correct. Grape is the weakest color of the Skittles rainbow. That's right. <laughs> 
Everyone knows that. But anyone who the rainbow knows that. You like the green ones? Yeah. Ugh, uh, better okay. than the purple Ugh. ones. Rank them, Ugh. please, Gary. Um, I'd have to go through the colors, but we determined two nights ago that in the Skittles world, it goes tropical, then regular, then wildberry. Oh, this is I can bag only, color. I can only comment on regular. Those are the bags. Uh, regular are the only ones I know. Yeah, I don't, I'd have to look at all the colors because I'm sure There's I'd miss red. something. Red goes first. Me too. Then probably like blue. No blue Skittles. I didn't know there was blue. There's no, not. not in the See, I would have bag. to. I, hold on. Let me look. There's red, orange, yellow, and green. And purple. I feel like there's more than that. Okay. Then it would go. And green. And purple. I mean, I've been eating Skittles wrong my whole life. It would go red, orange. It would go red, orange, yellow, green, purple. For me. And I would go red, yellow, orange, and green are tied, and then fuck purple. Wow. I go red, purple, orange, yellow, green. We get Skittles, Skittles, Skittles. I know. We really do. Speaking of, though, I need to tell you guys about my friends over at Go to My PC. These days, you have a busy life. You might be at the store buying various colored candies like we just talked about. You might be at the airport. You might be getting coffee. You might be somewhere and you're stuck in a line and all of a sudden you realize, oh crap, that thing that I need is on my computer which is at the office or it's on my home computer which is home and here I am and I don't want to have to go all the way there because it's going to take me forever and I'm losing precious time to get my work done. But no, you don't have to lose precious time anymore with Go to My PC because with Go to My PC, you can get to your home computer or your office computer from wherever you are, from any Mac, PC, tablet, or smartphone, and you can use any program and you can edit or send any file just as, as if you were sitting at your desk. So you can be at work from anywhere, no matter where you are. And I recommend using this tactic with your boss because you're like, you can be in Hawaii, but you can still be working. It doesn't have to be Hawaii. It could be any, anywhere tropical. Or the Rainforest Cafe, let's say. It's also really convenient. Some people don't think about this. If you have a home computer and a work computer, because you can go on your home computer from GoToMeeting and then email yourself a file that's on that computer so you can, like, remove things over to whatever computer you're on. It's, like, it's, it's really useful. You would be amazed how many times you'll use it for things you would have never anticipated. Yes. You guys can try Go to My PC free today with a special 45-day free trial just for my listeners. That's you guys. Visit GoToMyPC.com, click on the Try It Free button, and enter the promo code Allison. Then download the free app to your mobile device. That's GoToMyPC.com, Try It Free, promo code Allison. Okay, back to Just Me or Everyone. Oh, yeah. Can I jump in on one really fast? Yeah. It's related to this, the of kind course. of OCD food eating. Okay. This is, this is my Just Me or Everyone. Let's say you get a bag of pretzels, the twists, not the sticks. You grab, All right. You grab a handful of, of pretzels. I always save the full pretzels for last. So if a pretzel's got like one of the loops kind of broken off of it or the middle part of it's broken out, I will eat those pretzels first so that at the end I just have a stack of completely properly shaped pretzels. You visualizing I think, this? Yes. I think I would do that too. I but, just do our chips the same way. If you yeah. got like broken ruffles, I'll save all the round ruffles for the end. See, now I feel bad for every time Matt's offered me a pretzel while we're watching TV and I took a whole one. Because he's probably like, what the <laughs> fuck? He's like, you just ate Alfred. Kind of an asshole he named him. goes for the full ones first. I'm not saying you shouldn't go for the full ones first. In fact, it's probably best to go for the full ones first. But if you grab a handful and you don't have only full ones, 
I think it's uh, it's the way to do it. I'm take a bowl yeah. bite out of every I'd... pretzel in there now. <laughs> you are such a bastard. <laughs> nothing to look forward to. Yeah, <laughs> I do that too. I never, I, I never thought about it, yeah. which is hard to believe that. I never All right, sorry, that. I don't but usually yeah. think about it either. No, but just I totally, this sort yes. of food OCD thing made me think of it. Um, Arkren says, watch people and try to imagine what animals they would be replaced by in a Disney movie, a la Robin Hood. I love that. I don't do that, but I remember one time in college, and I was very high, but I feel like. I could have done this even if I weren't high at the time. I was walking by and I was looking at the fronts of all the cars that were parked in a parking lot and thinking about the different animals they looked like. Being high helped quite a bit because they really looked like different animals. But I feel like you could do that anyway. I do the exact opposite where um, I will look at a pet or an animal and I'll think what actor would play their voice Homer Bound style. Oh, (laughs) That's good. That's That's awesome. My sister and I used to play a game where you say a name like Cheryl – or whatever. It could be anything. And then you say what kind of animal that would be. You'd be surprised mm. how often there is there is a specific animal that it makes you think of. Like what Ladanian. Would... Damien? Okay. Is that what you said? I said Ladanian. Oh, Ladanian. Though Ladanian, Ladanian and Damien. Ladanian is a – I have plenty of friends named like Ladanian. A, what about three musketeers? Ladanian is a fox or a crocodile. Hmm. Yeah? Oh, that's actually a good answer. Yeah. Ladanian. Of all the names in the world. What's Ned? Ladanian. Okay, hold on. Just because Matt thinks this is so crazy. Ladanian Tomlinson is a football player who Lorenzo Neal blocked for for five years. He was our guest this morning. It's not that crazy. Just a psycho. Name. What was he? A fox or a crocodile? I would say Ladanian Tomlinson was more of a fox. He was a very, very fast all running right. back. Now, what would a Ned be? A bear. No, I feel like it'd be like no. a sheep. I was going to go horse. Yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, this whole last few minutes is so absurd to me. I never, I never noticed that ever. Woodloaf said, "Well, see, like Carol is a bird. It's, obvi- it's obvious." Um, uh. Woodloaf says, "If I happen upon a restaurant or blockbuster that is clearly not seeing much business, I become uncomfortable and depressed." Where are a- you that they still have blockbusters? I know. If it's a restaurant, I just think I seem to have made an awful choice of mm. restaurants. And yet, I'm also happy that there's not going to be a wait. Hmm. But I just hope I don't get food poisoning. Yeah, if I see a blockbuster, I get pretty sad, and then I just go watch some Netflix, some comedies on Netflix, and cheer myself up. I would recommend Hulu Plus. Or, okay, okay, I would recommend. <laughs> I would. Uh, I watch uh, forward slash Allison on Hulu Plus. Um, weird coincidence. This past weekend, I was actually in a low attended restaurant that used to be a blockbuster. I maybe it's the same one that this guy's been Think at. Think about it, man. Wow. Think about it. I feel if a restaurant's not doing well, there's a reason. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe it shouldn't be around. How was it? Oh, it was, you know, not very good, but (laughs) supporting a local restaurant, you know? Sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. Huh? (laughs) Bunch of Oats says, when someone is rude to me, I imagine they are abused at home, and it makes me feel sorry for them instead of hate them. Yes, times a million, except... (laughs) Except if they've actually hurt my feelings, in which case I just think, well, fuck you. But I'm just saying in general, I do have that thing where very easily I can – I'll be upset with someone and then I'll spin around to feeling sympathy for them and then I just get all confused. Like I can't maintain my anger at this person and then it gets really easy for me to see the – it's too easy for me to see the humanity in everyone and to find like something about them that then just makes me imagine what they were like as a little, little kid and then I end up feeling sorry for them and whatever. So I'm just saying I relate to that. You guys? Absolutely. Um, I, or I do the uh, – man, I feel really bad for her husband. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I can really easily give give people breaks for just bad manners and and not you know acting like a person. But but you're right. Once they attack you or you know say something that's fucking hurtful, fuck them. Yeah. I like the core of what he's saying, which is that he's he's realizing that if somebody's rude to him, it's that person's problem and not your problem. Right. I don't know if I necessarily think that that person's been abused, but I usually try to think, okay, well, clearly this guy's having a bad day, you know, and they need to take it out on me. I don't know if it's because I have thick skin, but when people are rude to me, I rarely care. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you notice? Yeah, oh, I, I notice, but it's just I don't. It's not worth my time to even care about it if it's you know. But if people are rude to somebody I know. Or somebody I care about, then that's when I get really upset. Yeah. Now, are you talking about just random people throughout the course of the day, or anyone? Like, if your friends or people you work with are rude to you, does that bother you? Um. No. I mean, no. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, people. If people are rude to me, then I, I'm. I don't know. I'm just. I'll just be quiet, and you know, I just won't let it get to me. Mm-hmm. It's not worth. I, I just don't like. It's just not worth your time to be upset over, over something like that if it's if it's petty. That's so true. And yet I struggle with that. Like today, Gary and I were having this exchange with a publicist who – you don't think I should talk about it? I, I feel like Just I can easy. make it – I feel like I can make it very vague. Okay. We're having this exchange with a publicist who was kind of bitchy at a certain point. Like it has to be this way and blah, 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 blah. And by the way, I looked her up and she's like 12 years old. Um, <laughs> World's youngest publicist. Right. <laughs> Right. I love that you took that time to look her up. Well, because I just felt like, excuse me, where do you get off, person? Um, But the thing is, so the road forked and we had two options. One was to kind of put this person back in in her place. And the other one was to just ignore what she was saying because we knew that once the guest gets here, everything's going to be fine and it will all work out. We chose the latter. However – I still felt like, but I really want to give this person a piece of my mind because you can't pull that shit on us. Excuse me. It was just like a weird sort of pulling rank, and I wanted to be like, I kind of like, I kind of wanted to call her bluff and be like, yeah, um, you know what? That's not going to work for us. And then see if she'd come around and be like, well, okay, then this. But then I felt like by doing that, we're potentially not going to get the guest, and I actually would rather have the guest, and it's not worth it to have the stupid pissing match. But the whole, I mean. Yeah, that's just a shortcoming in me that I couldn't just be like this person is a little bit out of line, but she's probably new at her job and blah blah blah. No, it's it's tempting to, you know, to be rude back and you know fight fire with fire, but I just from my personal experiences, it just like it almost always makes things worse because they're right. just gonna, they're just going to fire back and then nothing will get done. Like I I was in the parking lot at my local soup plantation the other day, and this these two girls are walking and this girl almost backs into them. And they're like, whoa, watch out. So then she sticks her head out like, get out of the way. And she's being rude back. And all of a sudden they're just arguing. And then she gets out and tries to like you know, um, get in their faces. And her car is still backed out. And nobody could get out of the parking lot because they're, they're, they've been fighting this whole time. And it was – yeah, it was just nothing could get done. What kind of car wow. was she driving? Because lately I've been thinking a, what's a, like the most asshole kind of car? <laughs> OK. This is, this is bad. It was a black Accord. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I see where you're going with this. And so do I. Yeah. <laughs> if you, I have a lot of friends of mine that say that Prius drivers are assholes. True that's, story. That's what everybody fucking sticks. Yeah. Greg Fitzsimmons drives a Prius. Greg Fitzsimmons kind of a dick at certain times. At certain times he is. At certain times he's Not a dick me. regarding his Prius. Paul yeah. Shear drives a Prius, and he when he was here for podcast years ago, um, Adam had a gas like a those 
you know, like a, a fuel, a thing to put fuel in your car, but it was like the tube and the little nozzle. And it was just laid out. On, I think it was a drawing or something in the parking lot. And Paul Shear unknowingly ran over it. I just thought it was ironic because it's a Prius. Right. <laughs> but is that that's not a story of him being a dick though, right? <laughs> well, well, Adam was mad. <laughs> and we were all just like, whoa, he ran over Adam's thing. He didn't, he didn't notice, so he just ran over and le- ran over and left. Yeah. And so Adam, Adam walks out like, what? What just happened? What are Mercedes drivers? Okay. See, here's the thing. You know, Rich? I'm Yeah, I was gonna say wealthy and classy. Fifty percent of Glendale, <laughs> I feel. Okay. I don't think that was really called for. No, it it is. Like every <laughs> car out here is, is like a Mercedes or or like a Beamer, a, yeah. yeah. Beamer, yeah. It's for some reason Glendale has really nice cars. Yeah. Yeah. My mechanic the mechanic that I've taken my cars to forever that my family takes our cars to, I was talking to him and he said, get a Lexus or an Acura. Um, he, and I said, what about Mercedes? And he said, only get Mercedes if you have a ton of money or if your husband's rich because it costs, like, I guess the repairs cost a ton. Mm. And then I said, what about Volvo? And he shook his head and said, Volvo and Saab are crap. And then I said, what about Audi? And he shook his head to that as well. He's very, very opinionated, <laughs> but he like does it. fix cars. Is this in Orange County? Yeah. He does fix cars. So I don't know. Um, the thing is, for some reason... I like the way – but I haven't driven enough of them. But I like the way Mercedes drive. Um, but growing up, I always had this idea that, that I, I really dislike people that drive Mercedes because that's like Orange County housewives. And I don't want to be that person. But then I also feel like – I don't know. When I look around at the people that are driving Mercedes, they're usually – they look like they could be douchebags. I haven't seen anyone that I thought, I'd like to talk to that person. They could be a producer though. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying that they – I saw this guy today who was like kind of balding and had a ponytail and he just looked – I don't know. I, I, I didn't, I I didn't like appreciate what he was putting into the world. I feel like if you're looking for it hard enough like that though, you're going to find douchebags driving every kind of car. Yeah, see, I, that's I don't, true. I don't – I'm not usually – I don't usually judge people by the kind I of car I feel like you've drive. kind of decided you want a Mercedes and now you're being hyper vigilant about who you see driving Mercedes and that's just leading to a false picture of what reality is. Yeah, it's more it's more like can I allow myself to have this thing that I feel like I just don't know, I don't know that I like the image, you know? But I don't know that that should matter either. Especially I don't know, it's weird though cuz so many people are like, well in the town you're in the industry you're in, it's that's totally image conscious. And mm-hmm. I feel like but I don't like that about it. Although at the same time I'm embarrassed by my piece of shit, so I guess there's a part of me that is buying into this whole image matters thing. I don't know though. I mean, you've had your car for so long, you should really try to detach yourself from anything. But am I going to be happy with this in seven years? Because you've got to assume that your you're cycle's right. going to be yeah similar, and you're going to have this car for a long time. So the image. I mean, I know this is hard to to actually. It's harder to do than say, but. You spend so much fucking time in your car in L.A. You have to be happy inside of it. Yes. You can't care what it looks like. The seven years thing, though, that's the other thing that's a little hard for me. I feel like I've had a, a sensible, boring car that I dislike driving for so long that I want the fun car. Mm. Like, I wish I could have a fun car for a year because in seven years, hopefully I'll have kids by then and or even sooner than that. And I have a feeling I'm going to want a different kind of car once I have kids. But I don't want to get that kind of car right now. Yeah, but isn't that when you trade in the CLK and you get the minivan? I guess. I it's not going to be a minivan, why though. Why can't you just get a two-year lease or a three-year lease on a car that you can 
Straight well, up three that, years. Well, they have two-year leases? That's well, the thing is that, I've but... only ever bought cars, yeah. and I've always had it in my head that buying is like so makes so much more sense. But actually just yesterday I started reading about like should I lease or should I buy, and I realized actually maybe maybe I need to get away from this idea that the only option is buying. Yeah. My car's a lease. I can't wait to get rid of it next year. <laughs> actually, I like it. But I'll probably still trade it. Do you guys – and what about you guys? Do you lease or buy? Oh, I buy. But I buy. Yeah. Uh, the first car I ever had bought and then the two since then leases. I mean the thing is by the time – I mean I guess buying makes more sense. However, the car is not going to be worth that much by the time you're selling it anyway mm-hmm. depending. I don't know. Yeah, I've yet to buy new so I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, and then we only have a couple more. Tampa Phil says, way too excited when I – just came up with a just mirror everyone at that work. to me all the time. When I seal up a Ziploc... Oh, I think... Didn't we do this one? When I seal up a Ziploc bag, I try to squeeze out every last bit of air. I feel I've done this one. Hmm. Unless maybe... It's possible that two people sent it in because it could be popular. But I, did we do this when you guys were no, on? I've never done it. All and, right. And we, I do the same thing. We've done this. We have. This must be a different one, though, because it, it must be a different version of the same one. Yes. Because we did do it, but... But not from him. Right. Uh, we have a, our, our coffee sponsor for a Corolla show, Tonks Coffee. They have the Ziploc bags that have this weird little plastic thing on the bag so that – Oh, a nipple? <laughs> sure. Um, whatever you want to call it. It just makes it so that when you seal the bag, you don't need to squeeze all the air out. Once the bag is sealed and you, you can squish the bag, it just comes out of that little plastic seal. Oh, that's neat. It's awesome. I've that never seen that in a bag like before. Like a one-way – Exactly. Like a tiny exhaust. Yep. For your bag. A tiny nipple exhaust for your bag. <laughs> I want to go play with one of these bags. I thought you were going to say nipple. With the bag's nipple. <laughs> well, actually, I want to go play with one of these bags. It could mean some lady. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Cosmo Demonic says, I always look both ways even when I cross a one-way street. Just mirror everyone. I did that last night and I felt silly. That's just force of habit. I yeah. mean, that's good. That's just good childhood training. That's what that is. Right. Yeah. All it takes is one car to go the wrong way and, and you're a goner. That's it. Look both ways every yeah, time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially out here where there's so few one-way streets. Like, I'm one-way streets scare me because I'm convinced somebody's going to fuck that up. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I feel like it's just better to just be in the habit of looking both ways. Sort of like, and here's a reference that will mean nothing to you guys, but birth control pills, There are there's that, I don't know, five to seven days of inert pills. They're, the they're Yeah, just placebo. Um, which have no anything in them, but you're supposed to take them so that you stay in the habit of taking a pill every day. But whenever the times of my life that I've been on the pill, I've always thought, I'm, I don't need to do this. I'm smart enough. And then invariably, I fuck it up. So uh, one should always be in the habit of taking those pills and in looking both ways. This is just a terrifying thought that you girls mess up your birth control so much. Yeah. Well, I think you can mess up. It's sketchy, isn't it? Yeah. You can mess up one day and you're still going to be covered. Like there's a whole – there's the birth control – Girls out there, don't listen to that. No, no, no don't do it. Day. But no, Please. here's the thing. In the big pamphlet they give you that you fold it out and it's sort of like an old-fashioned map where you can't ever get it folded back as neatly as it was. It's like origami. <laughs> um, in the thing, it's like if you miss one day, here's what to do. If you miss two days, here's what to do. If you miss one day and it was during this color pill, here's what to do, blah, blah, blah. And there's a whole protocol for like – if you miss this, then throw out the pack and start a new one, and like they, it's 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 laid out. That's a lot of pages to just say lie to your boyfriend. <laughs> on that note, 
Trying to think, is there anything else? I'm still upset about the guy who says that you shouldn't sit when you go to the bathroom and wipe your butt, but you should stand in a sitting position. That still is, is troubling me deeply. Well, have you tried this way? Back. Yeah, ha- yeah, I've have tried, you? I've tried standing before. Complete disaster. Have you tried bent over? <laughs> no. Try it and come back to us. All right. Don't. All right. Yeah. I'll don't. report back. I will. Don't, I mean, are you? Don't think I won't. You guys are both. You, you're seated 100 percent of the time. You don't even lift off a little, a little bit. Well, how's your hand getting in there if you don't lift off a little bit? That's right. Hmm. Oh yeah, you're right. You, you have to. I guess I just mean it would just mean pivoting just even a little more. Yeah, just a little pivot. Yeah, no, I sit. Chris, you've you've stayed strangely silent. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I have my ways. <laughs> Chris actually crosses his legs and wipes his hand from behind his head. <laughs> it works for him. Yeah, rag, rags on sticks. <laughs> That's a Dave's a Thunder joke that I think only the three dudes in the room understand. What was it? What did he say? What did he say? He, he said, said rags, rags on, on sticks. sticks. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was fucking great. What does that mean? <laughs> For like the 4,000 people listening to this that just got that, you're welcome. Chris, thank you so much. Oh, my God. There's way more than 4,000 who listen to this, but you no, mean the 4,000 Days of Thunder yeah, fans. Yeah, you'd have to be a very diehard Days of Thunder fan to, to get that. There was a – That was weirdly bitchy of me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> You know, sometimes when people are rude, I just think that they were abused as a child, and that makes me feel better about it. <laughs> there were consistently fat jokes about the producer of Daves of Thunder, and uh, at one point they were comparing him to an elephant, and then one of the hosts said that his wife needed to clean him using rags on sticks <laughs> to get underneath all the folds and stuff. Who was, who was this? Was that Jacuzzi Pete? Yeah, yeah. Peter. Uh. Who then, in that particular episode, the rags on sticks comment is what led him to actually and legitimately leave the show. And he got up in the middle of the podcast yeah, people and he was gone that. for like a month. People wow. debate that if that was real. He <laughs> left. That was true. Who took over after that? Is that when, when Katie took Jacuzzi Chaffee. <laughs> no, he, 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 yeah, he left, but then he came back in. Yeah. But Jacuzzi Shabby, that's no joke. Oh, that happened, yeah. Look, Days of Thunder Archive is somewhere on the internet. You can find it. Daves I need to find com. it. Great shows. So DavesofThunder.com. Easier than I thought. Yeah, promoting a, yeah. a canceled podcast. It's funny stuff, though. All right. Well, you can follow. Thank you so much for doing my show. You can follow Matt at TWBS Podcast. And the TWBS stands for There Will Be Spoilers. Which so is your podcast. Yeah, ThereWillBeSpoilers.com. And you can follow Chris. On Twitter at Chris Loxamana. And also, you would like them to follow Corolla Digital on Instagram, right? Yeah, uh, Corolla Digital on uh, on the Insta. Oh, is that what they say now? I call it the gram. No, Gary made fun of me for calling it the gram last time. I'm having deja vu. Did we not have this conversation last time? No, we did. Okay. <laughs> Good. As long as I'm not just suffering some kind of neurological problem. And you can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. And you can follow me at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. And we have a ringtone that your phone needs. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. That's the one. You can get that by searching for Hey, Go Fuck Yourself from your iPhone. We also have a bonus episode with Doug Benson and Greg Proops recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival, and that is $1.99. And you can get that uh, in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. And um, I think that's all. I love you. Oh, 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 oh. Say oh, you guys. Oh, oh. Okay. If you're going to buy something on... It was more O's than were necessary, but it felt cathartic. Oh! <laughs> For the record, that was Chris. <laughs> Let it be known. <laughs>
<laughs> I didn't even know you had that O in you. I've, I've Did you know it? it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I, just a quick side note. At that party I went to, someone introduced me. Uh, he's like, oh, this is Chris. He has a great singing voice. It's like, oh, what, what am I supposed to do with that? So I shook her hand. I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, why not click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com? It does not cost you anything extra, but it helps the show. Okay, you guys, I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? guys now that the show's over don't forget to sign up for your free trial of hulu plus and start watching your favorite shows right now go to allisonrosen.com and click the hulu plus banner for your extended free trial or you can go to huluplus.com forward slash allison again click the hulu plus banner on allisonrosen.com or go to huluplus.com forward slash allison this is corolla digital